What's up, everybody? Welcome to Imagine Faith Talk, the podcast where we believe that faith in God is the key to unlocking everything you've been called to be. And today, we are continuing on this topic. What did we learn from Creed 3? Bro, we yeah. learned so much. What? First of all, this was such a good movie. Donovan, I don't know what you thought, but this movie, I loved this movie. It was great, man. I went and saw it with my mom. Ooh. You know, and so I, I saw a few of the previews like beforehand and some of the commentary from people who saw it early. And uh, after the movie, she was like, it was good. I expected more from the fight scenes. And I said, Ma, check this out. <laughs> Boom. I said, did you, did you hear the deeper message? Did you see it? And so I was able to share with her my experience uh, growing up in Los Angeles, you know, saying around the same time as like this movie was referring back to. Right. And sharing stories with her and like it hit her on a deeper level with a little bit of a personal testimony attached to it. Then the whole movie just opened up for her. She was like, yo, oh, man, that's why I liked this one compared to the others. I feel like it was really getting to the heart of their stories in a way where I was like, oh, I never even thought about this or I never considered this fact. And so that's why I thought it was so good, man. Now, yeah, man, what, what, what was one of the things that really jumped? out to you um i know we did an episode about this already but since there was so much what was the second thing that really just grabbed you and was like yo this movie was great because well one thing you texted about that i thought was really really special was talking about ambition and how do you preserve and release your potential Right. I, I okay. thought that was so interesting because like when you look at both of these men starting to prepare for the fight right you could see Michael B. Jordan, he hadn't been in the fighting game for such a long time, right? And now he's trying to release potential from a space of kind of not being, not training himself for a while. And so I think for him, you, you look at Michael B. Jordan's character and it's like, Adonis, do I, do I even have what it takes to do this? Because I look at Jonathan Major's character and he has been preparing his whole time in jail for this one shot mm. that's what he's been preparing for and so i i think there was something about him just trying to get back to am i the person that i i still see myself to be right you am think I, he doubted that you think he wondered of course i mean i as he was training like him looking at his injuries him seeing some of the stuff like oh i don't i don't know like it's been a minute i don't think i have what it takes like I've been on the business side, I haven't actually gotten to the ring, but he was so certain when he made it on mm. TV, when he said on TV, and also y'all, spoiler alerts, we're going to talk about the movie, so if you don't want to hear it, this is the time to not, to not listen. <laughs> you know, when he's on the TV talking to Jonathan, be like, alright man, I'm going to see you. In the training process, it's like, okay, I could, I could be big there, but now as I'm going through the training, I'm like, uh-oh, wait. And I, it's so weird, like, do you call this mind over matter or do you call this, you know what, even though I haven't trained, I still can step into what God has called me to be because this has still been my call this whole time. Go. Right. I like that. like I, I'm, I've been reading so much bro on this, just a Gideon thing, man. Like Gideon, the Bible is so inspirational to me as a musician because there are times, even though I have been in this career for 12 years and I still see God molding me and shaping me as a musician, there are times where I go, I don't know if I got what it takes to be what God's called me to be. I, still to this day, that's probably <laughs> bewildering to people. Yo. Like, I still sometimes have that. And I still have to remember what, what God said to Gideon. He goes, I 
have called you mighty warrior. Yeah. Are you going to distrust my voice? Are you going to distrust what I have said about you? Yes. Are you going to have to get disciplined? Yes. Yes. Are you going to have to retrain? Now, obviously this is for Adonis's case, right? But I'm talking to myself. Yes. Are there going to be things where you're going to have to go back to the fundamentals of scales, Kevin? Yes. Is this going to be something where you're going to have to get out of your mind that you can't sing because you weren't a singer with the band? Yes. But remember, your voice is your voice. Your uniqueness is your uniqueness. I've called you a mighty warrior. I haven't called you to be a jack of all trades. I've called you to be this. So do what is specific for the purpose of the fight that is about to come your way that I have already arranged for you to fight. And if you trust me, you will do my call for my righteousness sake. When you step up to the call, I don't know what you think about this, Donovan. Like when you step up to the call, God gets praise in a way that is so beautiful because it'll show people, wait, he shouldn't have been able to do this. But now you get to show the character of God by you rising to what he's called for you, even if it was tough, even if it didn't look like it's possible. And that's a testimony for other people to see who our Jesus Christ is. I want to go back. Yeah. I'm a practical person, bro. I love practical. And I I need it. You said, I don't know if I have what it takes to walk out my calling. My practical question back to that then, then who has it? This is how I motivate myself. So good. If I don't have it, who has it? Nobody else has it. I must have it. Maybe I can't locate it right now. And that's a different conversation. Me not having it is the enemy's lie all day long. If I ain't got it, who got it? Who did God give it to? He didn't give it to me and some other people. He didn't give my calling to somebody else and holds me responsible for that calling being manifested in the world. No, he gave it to me. And so when the enemy, I've read, I've, the Bible says we're not ignorant of the, the enemy's devices, right? Yeah, that's and good. And we know that what he tries to do is play mind tricks on us. He's been doing that since the garden with Adam and Eve. Yeah. He tries to get you to believe that you're not who you already are. He told Adam and Eve that God doesn't want you to eat the fruit because you'll be like him. You are already like him. They were already made in his image. It's Bible. You know what I'm saying to you? So when the enemy tries to get you, well, you don't have what it, then who does, enemy? <laughs> yeah, that's good. Like God that's gave good. it to me, nobody else, and He's working through me. All things are possible because of His power that works in and through me. So that's a practical way I approach some of these conversations. I don't need to be having that the enemy is trying to plant seeds in my mind to distract me or be a decoy from the present moment that I need to really be enjoying. Instead, I'm tormented in this question that is not really even a question. And then the second thing, as you're sitting here talking about what it's going to require of me. I look at this in parallel to the movie and I'm going to ask you because it's something I asked myself. Did he retire prematurely? Wow. Who told him to step away? I mean, I don't know if that's an answer we would ever know or did that happen in the movie? I don't remember. So, yeah. So remember he wasn't, he was, you said he wasn't fighting anymore. Well, I don't know if the answer is in the movie as well, but I'm asking you in parallel to your life. He wasn't fighting anymore. Right. And so he's in the business side, says who? Because even in the business side, what they still called him champ. Ooh, that's good. So his identity hadn't changed, but maybe what he thought he needed to do changed. But somehow he got called back into it. We can talk about our own philosophies and and theories about why he was called back in. But as it relates to you and what you're doing right now with your music and, and the band and all the other kind of things, these questions that are coming up in your mind, how do you determine 
as a high performer in your industry, when it's time to separate, uh, I want to say separate a transition and start doing something new? Wow, bro, that's a very good question. That's a good uh, also idea to take from it, right? Like that's something I have thought about and I've prayed over a lot, right? Like, you know, for example, this is the only job I've known, right? Being in my band, I love what we do and all that stuff. I would be remiss if I never thought about times where it's like, God, is this the only thing you want me to do? Do I need to transition and try something else? Or do we need to slow down so all five of us can find those things that also fulfill us? Because you have to realize when we started off, the only thing that we all knew was to be in this band. I, I didn't know anything about the music industry. I didn't know anything yeah. about... Um, the extent of my, I believe, the musical gift God had given me, there's so much I didn't know. Now it's been 12 years, and I've learned so much more through personal um, relationship with God that I go, well, Lord, how do we transition now into a new territory, right? I'm also a father now. I'm also, I've got kid and, you know, other band members have, yeah. That was gonna, that, so that was going to be my, the second part of my question yeah. for you, bro. So after you finish, I want to I follow up with that, man. Yeah, I mean, and so it's like those things like, Lord, you are the masters of beginnings, transitions, and exits. Now, obviously, this is not a conversation about like whether exiting the band or anything, because that, that, that's not what we're talking about. What I'm talking about is how do, I tr how do we transition into other things, and when do we transition into things that God has also called for us as life progresses, in addition Yep. Has God been the one that has orchestrated that transition for you? So I feel like to answer your question, for me, it's whenever I feel like it's a, it's a constant conversation with my king. It's a constant conversation for the one who has, uh, I've committed this path to him and he has ordained the footsteps. So I'm going to pray that okay. I see the forks in the road or I'm mm. going to pray that Lord, that the Lord says to me, Hey, guess what? There's about to be a fork in the road and I'm going to need you to turn left now. Okay. Well, God, I've been on this path for a minute. Well, yes, I understand that. So what did that look like for you though? Because I'm, I'm, I'm from the standpoint of intentions are great, but capacity is king, right? Yes, so yes. I may want to do a lot of things and I may want to all do them all right now, but my capacity is important. You are an incredible musician and you it occupies a lot of your life space. I want to ask you personally, personal life experience, how did you know when it was time to add a girlfriend or a wife to that equation? How did you know when it was time to add a child to that life equation? Because you're talking about it and you're giving us some good theory around it, but I, like the rest of the people who listen to this podcast, are very nosy. <laughs> and I want to know... Exactly for you Did you have to go to a 40 day sabbatical In the mountains Did you wake up and saw a fortune cookie Your dad said I need a, a grandchild now Like what was the situation That made you say okay Even with all this I have going on As a high performer I know that anything I add to my life Could impact my ability to perform well That's a very very good you know? question Man once again Constant conversation with God Like how I even met my wife It was so amazing because when we met, I mean, we were friends truly for six months. I did not consider her my wife when I first met her. I didn't consider her even my girlfriend. 
yes, she was beautiful. You know, we found each other attractive. Sure. All that stuff. But I remember God, I can't even completely explain it, but it was almost like, do not pass go, do not collect (laughs) 600, do not collect park place. Don't put the house here. Don't do that. And I didn't realize that God was doing things in her life that had I went and moved on, I would have messed up the reconciliation, the restoration, the process that God was going on with her so that she could also see me in a new light. That's good. And so it, it was not only when God finally released me from that, but it was also I had people in my life that were speaking into me that I know have been called to me, like my parents. When my parents met her, they said, hey, if you don't marry this woman, I promise mm. you we will find somebody else that would. Mm. Right? I think also in that time you're talking about how did you know that when I was supposed to, you know, bring another woman to bring another woman. Whoa. Let's try that. Kai again. is another woman. Kai, Kai is, is another is woman. A, right. But like a woman in, in development. Exactly. A woman. Thank you very much. You know, bringing her into my life, bro. Like I was thankful for at least me. I, I knew what I valued. God had taught me what he valued for me in a wife there were things, at least, like I said, in my life that I knew would be non-negotiables. And I understood those extremely well because I'd been through previous relationships. I had been in this ecosystem of the music industry for a while. You know, I knew that I wanted a woman of faith who could really withstand not just the temptations, but also the, the, the work that is going to be associated with this. It felt like when I met her, I don't know how to say it. She was just the counterpart to the movie that God was already filming in my life. And she was the, she was my, she was my co-lead actress that was going to help make sure this movie would be spectacular. Mm. She was that person. She was the producer that said, Hey, I'm going to help make sure that this movie will run spectacularly. Cause there's a lot of things behind the scenes that you don't see that are necessary for this movie to run and to be filmed in a certain way. And she's like, hmm. I will be that producer to help you with that. Cause I see my purpose in your life. To she, be that. she saw her purpose in your life. She, she, she definitely saw it. I didn't see it right away, but she said, I know how God created me to be. And I'm clear about those things and those non-negotiables. Hmm. And so that's how I knew, okay, it was time. We both were very clear and said, this relationship was ordained by God in terms of the complementary nature of our personages and the clarity of the complementary nature of our personages to come together. And so it, it, it felt like time. It felt like there was stuff I understood about finances. There's stuff that I understood about just um, from a previous relationship, what it means to be a man of the household to mm. compliment my wife as Bible talks about. So I just trusted that and still being a high performer because being the high performer that I was called to be ultimately helps her being the high performer allows me to know that if I need time with my wife and I need to take time away from everything that's going on, I've set up everything well enough so that I can say, Hey, when I'm with you, I'm with you. 
I don't have to worry about this stuff. I've gotten much better with that, by the way, over time, because I was not yeah. great in the beginning, but I was definitely in a much better place than I was even when I was in my early 20s or mid-20s. You know what I mean? So that was certainly huh. helpful. I, how does all this relate to Creed again? Bro, I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. I was like, dude, where did we start? I know, dog. We started but that was still, again, this oh, is me always... This is okay. I'm about to say this is me always wanting to go into the practical, yeah. always wanting our audience and even myself to walk away with something that's practical. Because if we're speaking to high performers, everything we say to some degree should be aiding in their ability to either sustain that or enhance that. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I just, it was interesting because some people were just like, yo, I don't have space for a spouse or a child. I barely have space for friendships. And I don't believe that in order to be a high performer, you have to rob yourself of these other beauties of life. And I just want to hear from you how you were able to mesh them all in there together and make it work. But what it sounds like is that as God was transitioning you in your own calling, these things came alongside and they just, they they complement it in such a way that it was undeniable that this needs to be here. Yes, that's exactly because by me fulfilling my purpose, she was going to fulfill hers. If I didn't rise to the man that God had called me to be, she couldn't rise or have a model to which she could rise to her fullest purpose as a woman, as a wife, as a mother, and our complementary nature allows us to do that and fulfill the call of our life in this aspect. That's good. I, and so I am so thankful for that. And I mean, look, Adonis had to go through the same thing, right? As he's training for this fight, he's also still a husband. He's also still a father. He's got to think about these things. Obviously, we didn't like see the complete um, maybe details of all of that. But I know he probably had to go through the same thing. But I'm sure his wife, his wife was the one that said, look, if you've got a fight, then you better go out there and do it for real. And you know, a woman like that, she created the space to allow him to be great. I heard a a pastor say once that the man um, creates the environment. He sets the tone and then the wife comes in and she furnishes it because she is the one that multiplies the seed that he's planting but he he plants that seed um with the pace and the grace um that he's giving not because he wants it reciprocated but because he knows that if he gives it to this woman that's been called to him by god that she's going to multiply it and grow this thing into a garden but he has to actually keep planting those seeds i loved it man i loved it um i want to ask you this question yeah. though, because um yeah is your daughter gonna know how to fight i asked this question because <laughs> This was one of the battles that Donna's had with his wife. Like, yeah. she was like, don't just teach her how to fight. Teach her, you know, why to fight and when and all the other kind of things. So, you know, as you're transitioning, you know, into this, this incredible, you know, uh, bandmate, is that appropriate title? Yeah. To also being a husband, to also being a father and teaching now, because I'm pretty sure there are certain things that you want your daughter to know about the gifts and talents that are inside of you that have possibly been transferred over to her. How do you know when it's time or is this a push to like, yo, I want you to do music like I do music because as a high performer, now you're pulling from not only the resources you have to enhance your high performance, you're actually trying to share that with your seed who could potentially 
somehow follow in your footsteps. Bro. And that impacts you as a high performer because now you're thinking about succession. This is such a good question. I, I, and I want to take this back. Let's first and foremost, let's go to Jesus Christ, right? The thing that Jesus did on this earth, right, with all of his children, or God Almighty tries to do with the book of the Bible, for all of us who are trying to be who he's called us to be, God has influence over us because of who he is. And through mm -hmm. that, in his influence, he teaches us how to think, right? Be not conformed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, right? God is trying to utilize, if you will, in this way, influence to be able to show us how to think, right? For his ways are higher than our ways. His thoughts are higher than our thoughts. Yeah. So for me, as a father, I am personally not trying to tell just like Adonis, obviously his kid wanted to fight and he saw that in her and said, okay, I'm going to teach you how to fight. The thing that I'm, I would, I mean, I wish I could have seen more of is also like, yes, I'm going to teach you how to fight, but I'm also going to teach you the principles that you need to be whoever you're called to be, because those principles are transmutable depending on whether it's in school, whether it's in whatever, but it's in this passion that you have that I can teach you and have influence in how you think about life. So now you can use these tools in whatever shape, way, form. Because gotcha. I know you're young now. This might seem nice to you here, but then yeah. maybe you will use those, learn those tools for a season. And God said, okay, now I'm going to teach you what those tools are actually utilized for, like he did for me. I can't say what she's going to be. So right now, my goal is not to force her to do anything, my daughter Kaya. My goal is to hopefully build a relationship with her, like God has yeah. built a relationship with us, that God, as he has influence over me, I could have influence over her because I've shown her how much I love her, how much I adore her, how she's the apple of my eye, and that through that, I get to teach her how to think about life, teach her the principles that she can utilize because she trusts me. Gotcha. And then from that standpoint, as she starts to find those passions and things that she loves, and I obviously yeah. want to, you know, I want to introduce her to so many things. As she finds that she's been taught by me the principles that can hopefully help her garner whatever God has called out for her for the purpose of his glory. That's good, man. One of my pastors told me that the parent's responsibility is actually parent the purpose of the child. Ooh which means that the parent has to be in prayer about the child's purpose so that they can help guide in that specific direction. Yeah, you're parenting the child, but your responsibility is to parent the child's purpose. Dog. And it's, it's, it's so beautiful, man. I, I thank you for sharing this because as a high performer, one of our most valuable assets is time. Yeah. Because time is what we use to impose our will or apply our giftings to whatever it is we've been called to so that there can be satisfaction on the part of the person who called us. Right. And so for you to say, I'm going to take time to spend with my daughter, I'm going to take time to spend with my wife is actually saying I'm taking my most valuable resource as a high performer to de to deposit somewhere else because there's a, a very invaluable return on investment that I'm interested in having in my life. And a lot of high performers don't know how to transition into that. And I think the stories you just shared are helping remove the fear associated with it has to be it has to be lonely at the top is what some people believe you know what i'm saying i have to have fewer friends and i can't have a wife or a child or anything like that because it's going to take away from what i need but i thank you for sharing vulnerably how you've done it 
and how you found success in it because you haven't deviated from our formula for success. You've you've done the self development and you've are staying committed to the personal alignment and it, it sounds like you've been putting faith in every component of it. Bro, and you find yourself successful by the grace of God. I'm not perfect, but I I do feel like it's. You do feel perfect. I, okay, I, I got you. <laughs> okay, I understand. It's, you're so stupid, man. No, it's, just, it's just the mandate that we have as fathers is is just way too important. How many times have we heard that our dads are not have not been there for us, especially as black men? Like we hear that all yeah. the time, and I I just find that it is so unbelievably important to garner influence with my child so that she actually trusts me, and that's the thing that I if. Mm. It, Yes, it's investment season now. Yes, it's tough now. But if I'm planting those seeds and I'm watering the garden now, hopefully when she's in high school and she's in middle school and there are people trying to take out these flowers that I've been trying to put in her because they have different ideals or ways of the world, she can actually go back to the watering that I have given her, that she Mm -hmm. actually pays attention to say, hey, dad, I trust you because you've poured into me this whole time. Hey, what? I'm having this issue and that you trust to speak to me like I like God wants to have our trust whenever we're going through things instead of going to our friends here and there that might not necessarily have the best best um, best intentions for us. God's like, I will always have your best intention because I love you. Love is caring for your well-being, even if that means I have to actually reproach you because that reproaching is ultimately because I love you. And I desire you. So 100%, man, like the investment, I believe, in anything in life, whether it's our careers, our families, our health, that investment is so unbelievably worth it, man. Man, well, I believe that people needed to invest in this episode. And if you want to get the most out of this episode, go watch Creed 3. Yeah. And come back and listen to this episode again. Absolutely, man. You know how much we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you liked it, definitely go subscribe wherever you watch your podcast. Follow us on socials, Imagine Faith Talk, at Imagine Faith Talk. Comment, like, share. This is something for us that we are learning something constantly and we hope that in our conversations we're all learning in a, in this community that we're all learning to be high performers with higher values operating in our highest nature because i know we have what it takes to become exactly that the gideons of the world we are called to be that we are called to be the mighty warriors and you have it inside of you once again we love you and love transforms you purpose defines you and impact activates you by faith we'll see you on the next episode